Let's get this out there. We have all been there. Preacher's block comes for us all. At some point, it's hard for us to come up with new sermon topic ideas. So in today's episode, we talk about 10 do's and don'ts for brainstorming great sermon topics. We hope this conversation helps your church reach more people and grow. This is the Reach Right Podcast. You're listening to the Reach Right Podcast, the show dedicated to helping pastors and church leaders reach people the right way. Hosted by me, Thomas Costello, and with me as always is my co-host, Ian Hyatt. We're here to help your church see more visitors and grow. Hey guys, welcome to the Reach Right Podcast, episode number 94. I am your host, Thomas Costello, and with me, as always, is my co-host... Ian Hyatt. What's up, Thomas? Hey, Ian. Not much, man. Excited to talk today and uh, talk a little bit about something that I think is dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about um, the 10 do's and don'ts for brainstorming sermon topic ideas. Uh, So... I think having pastored churches and written hundreds of sermons, maybe now maybe not quite thousands, but hundreds of sermons yeah. uh, over my years, that this is something that a lot of pastors do struggle with. And so we want to give some some guidelines on how to, uh, what we've seen to be effective. This isn't yeah. just from us. This is not just ideas from our own place. Nope. This is from conversations we've had with other uh, church leaders and what's helped them yeah. uh, to get over that hump. I think all of us have been in kind of that preacher's block kind of a place right. where we run out of things or we run into some of these same old rut when we come to preaching here. Uh, yeah. So we want to tackle, I guess, some of those uh, those do's and don'ts here today. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think um, every pastor can get it feel a little stale. I don't want to say their sermons become stale, but, uh, but uh, feel a little stale. So hopefully this is helpful for a lot of pastors. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I don't know. I'll I'll maybe tackle the don'ts. Um, yeah, I'll be the. Yeah. I'll, I'll do bad cop. You do good cop. Does that sound good? There I'll we, do don'ts. You do sounds, do's. That sounds right. natural. So. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll be bad cop. So, <laughs> all, right. all right. First one. The the first don't is don't seek popularity when you're brainstorming your sermon topics. I think this is something a lot of us fall into. Is we want to talk about topics that will make us uh, yeah. more popular. Um, and this yep. is something that is a critique of I think so many. Uh, uh, so many mega church leaders out there, not not necessarily a critique that I have, but I think that you know, I, I, they've been given a special purpose, I think, in a lot of ways yeah. and a special calling on their lives. And, you know, God bless them with that. But I think that a lot of times we fall into this temptation of, hey, what will people think of me if I preach on this topic? Uh, yeah. Or what will people think of me if I don't preach on this kind of a topic there? So yeah. uh, I can think of uh, lots of ones, especially when it came to COVID over this last season, yeah. um, there are some people that uh, their church is made up primarily of people that were very pro-vaccine and some that were very yeah. anti-vaccine. And you felt kind of sandwiched into having to preach something that would be the most popular about this topic right. here right. or preaching about it at all, because that's something that yeah. is popular. I think you probably should have said something about it, but yeah. don't feel like you're, don't get caught in that trap of having to do topics that will make you more popular within your church or 
outside of your church. I think that popularity yeah. is not something that Jesus sought. Uh, he didn't no. preach to be popular. And so I think that's something important for, uh, for church leaders to think about too. Yeah, exactly. Not much too more to too much more to add. I know we're going to kind of hit on a point of uh, certain topics to preach on whenever uh, whenever we uh, keep moving forward through this. But uh, I'll take I'll tackle the next one. So uh, one of the the first do's uh, would be do pray about your sermon topic yeah. ideas. So um, so we definitely are for prayer. Uh, definitely, God does give direction on uh, you. You want to be led by the Holy Spirit first and foremost for whatever yeah. sermon topic or series you're coming up with and uh, be spirit led. And of course, that that should be step number one. Um, and, 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 you know, I think it's good, you know, might be sounding just like an obvious thing for a lot of pastors, but I think a lot of pastors can fall into the trap of, you know, when they've, they've planned out so much, they forget this extremely vital step, you know, and yeah. I think now in the in the age of sermon series that are well thought out for the whole year uh, with most churches doing all of that, you know, prayer could be easily missed. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, the way I would do it um, and what I have done uh, is I, I would... I was that guy that was always a year out. I had everything kind yeah. of planned out. And, you know, there was some, I mean, I think I, I probably leaned on the side of being inflexible uh, when yeah. the Holy Spirit would lead. I, that's to my own <laughs> fault. So to be totally yeah. candid, like uh, <laughs> I, I did not want to change those things. I would, uh, but I, yeah. I did not like to change things if I felt like it. Because I would usually kind of pull aside for a couple of days and just pray over the preaching calendar. And again, my job was easier because I was a, I've always been a preach through books of the Bible uh, kind right. of person. So uh, it's more about, hey, is it Ephesians or is it, all of it is yes. Like every every yeah. bit of the Bible is profitable for teaching. Right. Uh, so, but we still, you know, it was something that was really important to us is that we would uh, really hear from the Lord and pray about it. So I think that's good advice. I know it's it's something that seems so obvious, but right. I hope maybe this brings some uh, kind of a, a, a little prompt a from reminder. the Holy Spirit yeah. uh, as you're listening to this podcast that, you know, I need to spend some time, maybe consider yeah. that, that I need to spend uh, a, a weekend or I need to spend a few yep. days just kind of praying and seeking the Lord of what he would say to our church. Yeah. Uh, because I think that really dictates the way a lot of these other ones go here. So I'll get the next one uh, yeah, is yeah. the don't is don't get repetitive. That's something we do yeah. if, we're, if we're not praying about it. I think we can sometimes fall into this temptation of becoming really repetitive because we have certain things and certain influences that we take in in our lives uh, and we tend to start talking about the same things over and over. Every single one of us has our own theological bents or uh, different uh, kind of uh, scriptural issues or even political yeah. issues, God forbid, that we kind of think about a lot or matter to us the most. And if we're not careful, we can very easily get repetitive yeah. and start hitting on those same things. Now, yeah. one of the things that I think is we're, the church right now is famous for, uh, and, and again, this is so strange to say, but I'm never against talking about the love of God, right? Yeah. But right. how many how many sermons do some churches out there kind of bring forward that are all about and exclusively about the love of God and not into yeah. some of the things like the uh, the righteousness of God or right. God forbid the judgment of God and right. those right. things that are all parts of his uh, his existence and who he is. These are right. all important topics and when you, you need to be talking about the whole of scripture. So I think be careful to not be repetitive and yeah. talking about the same things over and over again. We are pro-love yeah. of God. God, but we just don't need to hear about it 51 out of 52 weeks a year as right. the primary theme of the sermon. 
Yeah, and a pastor doesn't want his members uh, to think, because uh, I, I think sometimes a, a pastor could be get repetitive because they're thinking of new visitors needing to hear something that they know yeah. they've already said or a story, but but you still want to keep it fresh for your members too. I think of there's been times where I'm like, oh, here we go, my pastor's telling that story again. Uh, you know, you've heard all the stories uh, I, already, huh? Right, right, right. So, but you you also want to think of your members. We 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 of course want to always put visitors and and people obviously that are maybe have never even heard the gospel first. You obviously want them first, but don't forget. Uh, made me think. Don't forget about your members. They they may not want to hear about love all the time. They're, oh, all right. Well, we know about love. We're going to go down the road and uh, want to hear more about of something course. else. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, exactly good. right. So, well, next one, uh, one of the do's is consider, do consider different points of view. So yeah. kind of a good segue uh, from what we were just saying, get some other ideas out there. I think we can get, like you said, uh, just a minute ago, you know, planning out your sermons for the year. You're kind of like, I'm good. Uh, our, our, I'm, I've already preached this before, you know, and I know it's a good, I know it's a good series or I know it's, I've preached through Ephesians before. It was dynamite then, it'll be dynamite now. And yes, Ephesians is relevant forever and you preach on that forever and it's it's evergreen right the the Bible is evergreen content uh, so for sure as we know it's timeless but um, but you know get, get out there listen to other preachers uh, listen to other pastors listen to other uh, podcasts look at blogs um, you know uh, what are what are some best-selling Christian or pastoral books out there um, yeah. so stay fresh I guess would be one of the ways to say it to, to get different points of view yeah um, I think we're preaching to the choir I mean the audience that we're talking to right now are the yeah. type that are listening to podcasts and yeah. uh, trying to <laughs> grow in this area but yeah I think you're yeah. absolutely right I think just uh, I I am the kind of person that loves to like listen to people that don't agree with me uh, on certain topics and hear their point of view and I'm yeah. I'm pretty pretty stubborn you know I'm a I'm a recovering Pharisee is what I, I tell yeah. people is that something <laughs> that I, I my temptation is to stay set in my ways and yeah. uh, so that that's something that's, I'm a work in progress in that area but I yeah. think that it, I still do enjoy uh, hearing other points of view and I'm usually calculating why I disagree with them but at yeah. least hearing them and considering them I think it adds value to your messages when you do that. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Good. Uh, next one is don't try to be too trendy. Uh, this is something that in our days and era of uh, Christian celebrities and pastor celebrities and the ever uh, increasing desire to have bigger influence, yeah. being trendy is something that is seen as a huge advantage. Like if yeah. you are on trend, uh, you can reach more people. But I want to give a caution uh, about that of being too trendy or trying to be trendy all the time. And the way I see this a yeah. lot is that how often do we see uh, sermons that are always about like sermon series dedicated around movies? Like, I mean, I imagine there's, I've seen like 10 different the Batman related sermon series going on at churches yeah. right now because the biggest movie that came out in the last few months is the Batman. And so yeah. I think that I'm all for staying relevant uh, and staying connected with people, but when when you sacrifice the authenticity or uh, I guess the the truth of the gospel to kind of just fit it into whatever the trend is right now, yeah. I think you really miss a lot there. So the caution yeah. is be careful not to be too trendy. And I think the reason for that kind of goes along with what you're going to go next on the next one here. The reason yeah. why we can't be too trendy is because it, it hurts this other area. So go ahead. Yeah. 
I, and one thing I would say before I transition too is I think you know it is also you can come across as not authentic too when yeah. you're trying too hard to be trendy. So uh, in closing on that, but yeah, but you and here's another reason why, like you said, good segue. Do focus on longevity. Uh, yes. We just use that uh, word evergreen content. That means that information or content that's going to be relevant, you know, years to come. Um, so as we know, uh, we have uh, the most relevant, timeless message that we preach from uh, through the Bible. Yes. Um, so um, we have a lot of built-in evergreen content, but <laughs> that's another reason why it focus on long longevity. You want to have a message that is going to be just as relevant and applicable, you know, ten, five years from now plus. Um, so that should be a goal when you're when you're planning out your messages for sure for that reason and and we know this already that it is great to have it made me think of when we help churches with web design and it's great to have a sermon archive that someone can go back into yeah. and, and and look at a topic that they're maybe something they're struggling with and and it, you could have something that was from six years ago that just hits the nail right on the head for, for an issue that they're dealing with. Yeah. 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 I mean, the reality is that most of us are putting our, our sermons in video format onto YouTube and these kinds yeah. of channels, which means they are going to live on, um, you know, most likely longer than we do here on earth. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't see any signs that YouTube will be at some point deleting all this old content. It's still going to yeah. be on there. It may be less and less ranked and less hard, be tougher to find, I guess, in right. the future, but right. you need to have things that are timeless. I was, I was listening to one of my old messages to refresh on something before I preached on a topic not too long ago. Uh, and I, I come across, I had all of these like American idol references in the, in the actual sermon itself. Yeah. And I was talking about like these people and this is, I, I preached the sermon. It was an audio recording. I preached it like back in the heyday of American idol. So it was probably yeah, like yeah. 2006 or something like that. Yeah. And I preached yeah. it. And, and I talked about all these, like these third place finisher on American idol that everybody was talking about. I, and it just made no relevance. It was nothing relevant at all nowadays. So yeah, yeah. just realize that, yeah, well, it might be relevant or, you know, <laughs> I, I promise you that people aren't going to remember why you tied it in with the Batman uh, yeah. when they look at this message in 11 years, right? They're not yeah. going to be thinking yeah. about, oh yeah, that was a reference to the 2022 movie. It's going to yeah. be a totally different time. So <laughs> yeah. be careful with that. With Again, this is back to the don't, but it goes with the do. Right. Be careful with trendiness. Focus on longevity. I think that's really important. Awesome. Good. Next one. Don't scramble at the last minute. Don't scramble the last minute. This goes back to kind of the timing of thinking through this here. I uh, could not encourage our audience enough to have a long-term preaching schedule uh, and have it drawn out, invite other people to be on it, ha have that helps people kind of keep you accountable to keeping it there. But I would really encourage our audience to spend the time that it takes uh, to get things drawn out for at least a couple of months ahead of time. Yeah. So it's not, God forbid that it's Saturday night that you're writing messages and the Lord give me a topic. I mean, that, that can be okay in a pinch, but I think the Lord speaks to us just the same today as he will two months from now. And yeah. so it makes a lot of sense uh, for us to be really listening to the Lord and coming up with these topic ideas and thinking through them and even coming up with outlines months in advance if you can do it. So yeah. um, that's big encouragement to our audience. I'm Don't scramble the last minute. 
Yeah, I'm kind of chuckling because uh, I I know you know you know I, I speak to a ton of pastors uh, on a daily basis, and um, I often will ask you know uh, what are you preaching on this weekend, and uh, and I sometimes will hear you know I don't know yet, uh, and and, uh, and then I'll hear you know and and this is funny, not that the Lord does not do this, but I we come across a handful of pastors that just say you know I just I'm going to start praying, and the Lord he, he you know sometimes he'll just download the message, the Holy Spirit will drop it right on me uh, when I'm on the way to preach. And I'm like, wow, okay, well, and he can do that. He can do that. But uh, there's some risk in there, too, if uh, if he doesn't. (laughs) You think Jesus prepared his messages? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. I think he did. Yeah, obviously, he was perfectly led by the spirit. uh, But uh, uh, I think he did. I think he kind of I'm sure he considered what region he was going into to preach. And uh, I would guess, yes. And I don't know if there's a scripture reference about that. parables that that he would tell. I I wonder if he like had I mean, I'd never really considered that before, like whether he um, whether he was downloading them on the spot. I think we kind of have this assumption that that's what Jesus did. Like he was standing (laughs) there. He looked at them in the eyes and uh, then it just. Came, was being, you yeah, know, let me yeah. tell you the story about a Samaritan that was helping yeah. the guy on the side of the road, you know? So yeah. I, I wonder if that, but I mean, there's nothing that indicates one way or another how he came right. up with it. It might, if we really think about it, I would assume he, he's the Lord. So he's, yeah. he's different in how he operated yeah. from you and I. However, yeah. uh, I, I believe he probably had that planned. He had it planned for the beginning of the earth, right? Before yeah. the, the foundations of the world, he had it all planned and knew he was going to say it. So yep, he yep. was definitely prepared. He and most certainly was. More than and 18 one, months in advance. Let's put it that I, way. <laughs> I, I would think so, yes. And uh, let me also say this, that uh, uh, one of the things that you do want to do to uh, prepare and plan is do brainstorm. Set aside some time for brainstorming. Um, yeah. This is kind of in the vein of what we were saying as far as keeping things fresh. So, um, you know, and, and so I think that a lot of pastors maybe don't set aside it's it almost sounds maybe a little funny to uh, have an uh, an hour or two that you set aside to just brainstorm different ideas for your messages yeah. so um, so I think that's a, a really good actually when we came when we were planning this podcast and I was like oh that is that is a good one that maybe I didn't think about but not just planning your message but brainstorming so yeah Absolutely. I think that's really mm-hmm. important uh, doing it and doing it consistently. I know what I have always done is we would, we, I would bring people in together with me. So I didn't brainstorm yeah. by myself, but we would have a team uh, at our church that, you know, we're kind of on our preaching team. And in the end, I was the one deciding on what topics we were going to preach on and those kinds of things. But yeah. having ideas, we can bounce off one another. Is this something people need to hear? Have we talked about this recently? Uh, you know, talking about what you know, a little bit on trend and, you know, what, how can we make it timeless? Some of those kinds of things is really valuable, I'd say. So yeah, yeah, doing that consistently is important. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Next one, uh, do not, don't avoid hard topics. Uh, That is something that I think all of us uh, feel that temptation towards. I, maybe there's a few pastors out there that want to talk about the things that are most controversial and will yeah. upset people in their church. Uh, but it's so hard now because there are so many things that are so political and divided right down the middle. I know. Uh, so whether it comes to um, LGBTQ issues or the war in Ukraine or COVID response or Donald Trump and Joe Biden or again, I don't know that we need to be preaching specifically on who's the president and who right. we should. I'm not saying that, but you probably, you know, with all of the um, the civil unrest surrounding George Floyd's death, I think yeah. those kinds of things. There is a lot of 
division that yeah. can be created, but it is important that we not avoid those topics just because yeah. it might make people uncomfortable or certainly because we are afraid that people might think differently of us yeah. or our big givers might not give anymore or yeah. it might make them look for another church or those things. You know, you're called to preach what God's called you to preach. So if you've done the work, you're doing, um, you're praying about it, you're doing the brainstorming, you're focusing on the things we're talking about. Uh, you need to go headlong into some of these biblically relevant hard topics that are out yeah. there. So agree? Yeah. Totally agree. And one of the things I love about my church and my pastor being, and we've, we, I've said this on many podcasts, um, that uh, basically um, being a part of a mega-sized church, a lot of times people assume, you know, for that church to stay large and keep reaching visitors, uh, they better avoid hard topics. And one of the things I love about our church and our pastors, we don't avoid those topics. Sure, have we lost probably a good chunk of visitors often? Yep, but uh, but we go there we go to those hard topics and 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 you're healthier when you do that because you're not uh, watering things down and so uh, I think that that's bold for every pastor to do but I especially like it uh, when uh, big name pastors and churches don't avoid those topics uh, yeah, because it, it, it shows where their heart's at. So I think yeah, so that's why great. Don't you hit, I mean, I don't know if you said this, but yeah, it is the last one basically, right? Last so. and most certainly not least, do preach biblical truth. And that's yeah. that's exactly kind of where we were going with that is that uh, that is what every pastor is called to preach. Every minister is called to preach is biblical truth. We cannot uh, we cannot veer away from that, uh, especially in this day and age where and I, I think it's easier for a lot of churches. We do see a lot of churches veering away from that, unfortunately. But uh, that is, uh, I think, um, definitely something we have to, uh, I know <laughs> that we can't do. So, yeah. yeah so. That was always my favorite thing about preaching through books of the Bible as opposed to coming up with topical sermons is that it forced me to not avoid hard topics and to always, yeah. you know, preach biblical truth, preaching from scripture and what Jesus or, yeah. you know, whatever the path, whoever the writer of scripture was in that case, what they're yeah. saying in scripture there. So, um, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that um, going headlong into what the word says not shrinking back from it, not being ashamed yeah. of it. Uh, you know, we have to own it, never apologizing for it for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely preaching biblical truth instead of avoiding hard topics. That's really important. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Good. I hope this has been helpful. Um, I, I know that I know I've been uh, caught up in many of these before. I know I've experienced preachers block before. Uh, so hopefully this is something that kind of maybe jar something loose uh, and uh, get you over that hump. If it has been if that's been your experience, too, if this has been helpful to you, it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe. Also, let us know in the comments if there's anything that you do to help you get over preachers block when you yeah. need some help kind of coming up with a new topic idea or something like that. We'd love to hear what you think. Kind of uh, join in with uh, our Reach Right family here and help other pastors that are maybe watching or listening to this. That would mean a lot to us. So yeah. thank you guys so much for being a part of our Reach Right family. Uh, and we hope to catch you next week. See you. Thanks for listening to the Reach Right podcast. We hope this episode will help you reach people the right way. Looking for more resources for your church? Check us out online at reachrightstudios.com. If this episode has been helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you would rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.